Input. Output. Hi, this is Input Output, and I'm your host, Mark Yarm. Today on the Input Output podcast, we've got stories about a package theft reduction scheme and everyone's favorite handheld gaming device. Key and garage delivery is safe, contactless, and of course, convenient. Amazon is expanding its in-garage delivery program for Prime users. The company's smart door program, called MyQ, was initially limited to a few dozen cities in the U.S., but now it could go live for thousands. The idea is to cut down on package theft, but also fight back COVID-19 transmission. Here are InputMag.com editor Ryan Houlihan and editor-in-chief Joshua Topolsky discussing whether you should give Amazon access to your garage. Amazon is expanding its garage entry delivery service called MyQ, where basically you give them the information of how to get in your garage, and then oh my God. they create like one-time passcodes to let delivery people into your garage the- to drop off packages. It sounds in concept like a perfectly fine idea, but when it's Amazon, whose like ring doorbell system is being tapped by the police to like find people of color and like convict them of crimes they didn't commit, like it's a little hard to be like, oh, here, Jeff Bezos, come in my house every day. The, the best thing about this announcement is the press image. I think I saw a press image where it's like a person, a delivery person, tentatively pushing some packages into somebody's garage. Like, yes, yes, there, yes. It's like a cutaway. If you can imagine, it's like a side view of a garage, okay? Like, You've cut the garage in half. You're looking at it from the side. On the right side of your view, you can see the driveway. On the left side is the interior of the garage with the garage door, you know, in between, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there's like an, a person, maybe they're in a UPS outfit. I can't remember. But they're like, there's a stack of boxes. They're like, they've kind of pushed them through. They're like right on the edge, just over the edge into the garage. And then they've got their little, you know, their little scanner thing out or whatever. But they look like, and of course, they're wearing a mask and gloves because, you know, we want to you know, tell everybody that we're, we're being modeling safe. good behavior. Exactly. But it just looks really funny. Like it just looks like a cartoonish thing where they like push this thing inside and are running away. And I like, we get deliveries here all the time. We know the delivery people. Uh, we, you know, they leave stuff all over the, you know, we're very, very comfortable with them leaving stuff wherever. Honestly, if like, if there is a way that it would be easy for them to open the garage and put stuff in there, I don't hate the idea. You I know, don't know. I, if I had little kids who might be in the garage at a time when the delivery person thinks I'm not home and they're getting their bike, like there's got to be a line for me where like you are a stranger. Even if you're a stranger, I tip at Christmas and then I know their your name and like you're still someone I do not know. And I don't want you to have the ability through any means, if I order a DVD and you've been waiting to get into my house, maybe I'm just speaking from the sexual assault victim place, but like, I have to know, even if it is an illusion of security, that like, there is a door and it is locked and only I have the key and it would take you putting in a lot of effort or making a lot of noise to get through it. It's not worth it for me for Amazon packages. If you order that much stuff from Amazon and you live in a nice enough house that you have a garage that has like a special like digital lock thing i think like either you can get your packages sent to work or like it's not that high stakes a thing for you so i don't really see other than to make people more paranoid about package theft or more paranoid 
um, in general or to, or to give corporations more access to our lives. To me, my, my, my knee-jerk reaction was like, no. And I've had so many problems with Amazon and packages being stolen. My old apartment, it was like a free-for-all. I would like whip down the stairs the second I saw the Alexa LED go off because I'd be like, oh, there's a delivery. Like, fuck, I got to get it. I don't know. I still wouldn't have been totally comfortable. It's not for me. But right. <laughs> I, I do think it's better to have options on the table, I guess, because people are it, it is a problem that needs to be solved people are are upset about especially around the holidays packages go missing people are nervous packages do go missing um but you know it's funny we ran we did a feature last year or earlier was it early this year or was it at the end of last year i can't remember about a study that was done on you know porch theft oh yeah the, the study was like pirates. study was like if you can't don't Get your stuff delivered onto your porch. <laughs> it's like it's like a good way to prevent theft. You know, I don't yeah, porch pirates. Yeah, I don't know. I hate that term. I think there's something like really weird about it. But at any rate, I mean, listen, I think Amazon should be allowed to enter your home, uh, film you in the nude, uh, fornicating, <laughs> and then sell that video uh, on Amazon.com to the highest bidder. And if you don't agree that that's their right as a corporation in America, then maybe, you know, love it or leave it, buddy. You know, these colors don't run, et cetera. Well, with that. <laughs> hey, you know, man, either you're a patriot or you're not. Either you want Amazon to film you in the nude and sell it on their website, or you hate America. You know, your choice. Want to hear more from Ryan and Joshua? Then stay tuned for today's second story. While we saw the release of the PS5, the Xbox Series X, and the Xbox Series S last week, Nintendo is still going strong, now touting their best October ever for US Switch sales since the launch of the console back in 2017. The Nintendo Switch's popularity shows no signs of waning. The company recently said that it sold more than 12.5 million units of its record-breaking Switch console worldwide in the six months between April and September of this year. Here are InputMag.com editor Ryan Hulhan and editor-in-chief Joshua Topolsky discussing what Nintendo is doing right. Well, the Nintendo Switch is more popular than anything else in its industry. Nintendo Switch's popularity, it is now the best-selling console for 23 straight months, and it has sold 12.5 million Switch handhelds to date between April and September alone. Well, the Switch is the game system for everyone. And also, I mean, everyone needs a game system now because we've all been quarantining. You know, it, the thing about the Switch that's brilliant is like, it's a real video game system. It does all the stuff that real video game systems do. It has real video games that you want to play. But you can play it in the nude while you're in bed, you know, if you want. Or you could, like, yeah. sit on the toilet with it. Or you can take it on the sofa while someone else is playing, like, a game on TV. You can play a different game, like, all the time. Laura and, and, and I... it comes with two little controllers, one of which does motion, so you can include your kids on, like, anything. Yeah, and, and all the time, Laura and I are like, I'm playing something on the TV, and she's... Like every night is playing like something on the Switch separately in the same room. So you, it's like you can even be like kind of social with a person and like still do your own thing. It's a very smart, flexible. It is essentially like 
you know, people love iPhone games, right? But mm-hmm. iPhones kind of suck to game on. And it basically, like, I feel like Nintendo... gives you buttons and sticks. I feel like Nintendo's biggest... Yeah, their biggest innovation was, like, people love iPhone games, but they hate the controls. What if we snap... And they literally did this. They're like, what if we snap controls onto the sides of an iPhone? In fact, I would not be surprised to discover that the the impulse to create the Switch was exactly that where somebody was like you know i love these in, in these like inventive new games that i'm playing on my iphone but the controls suck and nobody wants to go get some like third party thing to wrap around it except for ryan and so what if we made a game <laughs> system like based around that idea and then you see how the ideas kind of spiral out from there like oh what if these things came off and oh what if like each player could take like the controller and use the the phone you know qu- the screen which is essentially the phone here as like a little tv you know and what and so like you kind of see how it a very it might have been a very natural progression i don't know if that's true or not but i mean when i first saw the switch i was like this is cool but i don't want it i was like this is not for me i have it doesn't have a place in my life i was like this is an inventive idea i don't totally get how it's going to work and now it's like it makes so much sense because of or additionally with the pandemic you can kind of see that that mixed modality of it is a real asset it's like the it's a game system for any situation for any environment and for any person because i think there are games this you know nintendo has always done this the switch has games for for kids that are great Zelda plays a Switch. She plays like Animal Crossing on it and she loves it. She's played Mario Kart and a few other games. But I can play like L.A. Noir or like Laura can play Civilization. And, you know, they're like, they're not the graphically the greatest experiences, but they're real video games. You know, they're the games that we want to play. They're for like, a, they're full blooded like adult games. And, I just think that like Nintendo hit that sweet spot and they're reaping the the rewards. I mean, imagine if Nintendo could come up with PS5 level performance in that kind of package. I mean, that to me is the holy grail, you know? Like if they could do exactly what they did with the Switch, but they got the graphics performance to be next gen level, I mean, that is the dream, right? And that opens up all kinds of interesting ideas, right? Like what could you do with VR if like your screen's performance that was super portable also had the performance of a next generation console like you could snap that into a headset and have a whole different experience you know like you can mm-hmm. use it for all kinds of crazy ar games like i'm just like i really hope that nintendo comes up with a next gen switch that feels actually like the next generation yeah i think they nailed all the all of what you just said and i think they walked away from being in the power competition a while ago and i totally understand that was the right choice and i support them and honestly you do not need a ton of power to have fun but it would be nice to see them take what worked with the switch they've had a healthy profit margin on it for a while now beef it up and actually try to play not necessarily the big boys game but dabble in it and try to have a little bit of umph under the hood because there are games that will be coming out for the series x and the ps5 that will not really be able to be adapted for the current switch but maybe the next gen switch it could be and there are some games that i will take a hit in the you know resolution and in it can't do ray tracing if it means i can play it while john and i watch tv like that's a really nice benefit and to play it on the subway or whatever i'm so glad to see the wind at their back because they're really killing it but i hope that they don't get a little too complacent with it and they actually like create a switch too well it'd be interesting it's interesting to see what apple's doing i mean going back to what you know, talking about their chips and stuff. I mean, the iPad as a gaming device, or even the iPhone, I mean, you can laugh about the little shell you put on with the controller, but the graphics are are amazing. I mean, yeah. it really it really can chug out some, like, gorgeous stuff. And, 
you know, most people don't really want to play on their iPad. But if you could get a version from Nintendo that even if it could do half of what the current iPad could do, that would be seriously impressive. You can follow Ryan on Twitter at Ryan Houlihan and Joshua at Joshua Topolsky. I am at Mark Yarm. For more news from the world of technology and culture, visit InputMag.com. You can click on the links in the show notes for the stories we discussed today. New episodes of Input Output are released three times a week. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. You can find Input Output on your smart speaker or whichever podcast app you use. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.